Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 26th of January, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. A bunch of Latin American leaders and heads of state converged in Buenos Aires on Tuesday the 24th for the much-anticipated CELAC summit. Out of all of them, the one who gave us plenty to talk about was Brazil's president, Lula da Silva, who is bringing his country back to the fold after the previous administrations suspended its participation. While pledging to rebuild Mercosur, Lula da Silva and Alberto Fernandes committed themselves to cement the links between Brazil and Argentina and consolidate peace and democracy. That includes a reindustrialization of the economies, infrastructural projects, and bilateral trading. In fact, both presidents published an op-ed saying that they were renewing discussions about a common currency. Naturally, this bit made waves across Latin America and among economists who were skeptical. But soon enough, the Brazilian finance minister clarified that the idea is to introduce a common unit to settle trading operations between the two countries without relying on the dollar, not necessarily a common currency to use in day-to-day life. The other controversy had to do with the Bolivarian leader. In the lead-up to the summit, the rumored presence of Nicolas Maduro was seen as controversial, to say the least. The Venezuelan community in Argentina gathered to protest against the visit, and the opposition leaders didn't hide their disapproval either. Pro-chair Patricia Bullrich repudiated the entry of dictators into the country, and libertarian deputy José Luis Espers presented a bill in Congress against the international alliances with autocratic governments of Kirchnerism, accusing the government of taking Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua as its models. Aside the criticism, President Fernandez said multiple times that Maduro was more than invited to the country. However, Maduro ended up canceling his trip while speaking of a plan from the neo-fascist right to carry out a series of actions of aggression against him and his delegation. Also on the topic of pushing back, the Washington's State Department warned last week that it was following the Supreme Court situation and calling for the separation of powers to be respected. The Human Rights Watch joined the debate, saying that the rhetoric toward judges by the authorities has created a challenging context for improving human rights. On this note about justice, the government is implementing the Precios Justos, or Fair Prices Scheme, which seeks to limit the price increases of some key supermarket products. To ensure stores are complying with it, they recruited Teamsters and Picket organizations to monitor supermarket prices. An angry city hall responded with a 911 number to denounce illegal price controls carried out by trade union bullies and pickets. Another measure that the government is implementing to try to control price increases is the repurchasing of its debt bonds. The economy minister, Sergio Massa, announced last week that he had instructed his team to launch a debt repurchase process of over $1 billion. The goal is to improve the debt profile and lower the country risk. He also said that as these indicators improve, we will see better price in CCL and MEP dollars. 
narrowing the gap with the official one. This action could save hundreds of millions of dollars in interest, but it's quite an expensive buyback. While the economy ministry provided few details on how he plans to pay for it, officials said that the funds for the debt repurchase won't stem from liquid reserves, but from the national treasury. Speaking of liquids, an Argentine company is developing a system that helps farmers save thousands of liters of water. Kilimo, which focuses on irrigation, monitoring, and management, received strong financial support at this year's Davos Forum and is now pouring all of that into improving their system, which is based on data intelligence and machine learning. In short, the system collects daily satellite data as well as information about their client's soil to determine how much water that crop loses per day and how much needs to be replenished according to its phenomenological state. From agriculture to livestock, and why not both, the food ingredient company Mulek Science SA is inserting pork and beef genes into soybeans and peas to create hybrid proteins that are both plant and animal-based. This seed producer, which was co-founded by Gaston Palladini, an heir to an Argentine meat dynasty, is betting on this experiment to boost the taste and texture of alternative proteins by enhancing them with molecular material from animals. The commercial launch for animal-infused soy and peas is expected sometime in 2027 or 2028. Moving on, the start of summer season was a strong one, with almost 13 million tourists traveling within the country. According to a report by the Argentine Chamber of Medium-Sized Enterprises, between mid-December and mid-January, the average day for travelers was slightly lower than the summer of 2022, but with an increase in daily spending, which averaged 9,000 pesos, about 25 U.S. dollars. In terms of international tourism, more than 300,000 people entered the country in that same four-week period, with most arriving from Uruguay, Brazil, Paraguay, Chile, and United States. Foreign visitors alone are forecast to total 1.7 million throughout the entire summer. While local tourists are being more careful with their spending, international travelers are taking advantage of the convenient prices. Perhaps the reason why so many are eager to go on vacation is that job satisfaction is at an all-time low. A survey by Boomeran, the job website, revealed that 71% of the population would like to change their job. At least, pay grievances have receded with 60% unhappy with their pay against 70% in 2021. In contrast, social volunteering is at an all-time high, with as many as 36% of Argentines volunteering with social organizations. Rising poverty has definitely something to do with that number, as studies show that when the general economic situation improves, these contributions diminish to around 20%. In fact, according to the report by the Voices Consultancy firm, the current number of volunteers is as high as it was during the 2001 economic crisis. Worldwide, Argentina places 46th for volunteer activities. 
Perhaps the most promising statistic is that there's been a growth of volunteering among younger people. More than 50% of those between 18 and 24 affirm having carried out some volunteer activity in the last year. Speaking of youngsters, the Argentine under-20 football team is playing the South American Championship, which also serves as the classifier for the under-20 World Cup. Thanks to the Albi Celeste's historic triumph a month ago, many are interested to see what the under-20 team accomplishes during the tournament. Unfortunately, the youngsters didn't get off to a good start, having lost their first two matches against Paraguay and Brazil. Perhaps it's time to take a break from sports and instead focus on the film industry. On the 24th of January, Argentina 1985 was nominated for Best International Film at the Oscars, a much-anticipated announcement. Directed by Santiago Mitre, this film has become the eighth Argentine film to be nominated in this category. Out of all of them, only two turned into wins, 1985's The Official Story, or La Historia Oficial, and 2009's The Secret in Their Eyes, or El Secreto de Sus Hoyos. We'll have to wait until the 12th of March to know the Academy's verdict. That said, the competition is tough. Germany's All Quiet on the Western Front is the runaway favorite, considering it has nine Oscar dominations total, including the coveted best feature. And that's it for this week. Hey, y'all, another question. Are there any platforms we should be on but aren't? We can tell how many people listen on various platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google Podcasts, etc. And we can tell, those not on VPNs, what country you are listening from. But we want to be sure that there aren't some important platforms we aren't on and should be. So let us know at argentina at rorschach.com. Nos vemos la próxima semana. <laughs>